tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries, and your number one source for after-show entertainment. The destination for TV superfans. Producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows. Interviewing celebrities and showrunners. And bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Yeah. Hello, everybody on AfterBuzz. Welcome to another edition of Spotlight On, where we showcase and feature amazing talent on the show. Uh, and today, our song actually is from our talent. We have a triple threat here, uh, and someone who I actually am so honored to be here for because I, I actually have a little bit of a of a of a history with this person. She's a triple threat. She sings. She dances. I know, I think, I've seen you dance. She acts, she's a gamer, she's really down to earth, she's like the perfect girl next door. She really is. Janina Gavankar, everybody. Hello. Hello. Yes. Janina. See you. Uh, a little, little backstory because it seems like we're just like you know like we've been dating or something. Yeah. But but uh, Janina, I've, I used to work on Attack of the Show on G4, and I was in charge of booking all the celebrity guests. And Viva uh, la G4, Viva la G4, which is ending uh, in a week. And uh, that's where I first uh, heard about this phenomenal young woman who I believe was uh, back then at least. You were already on the L Word. Uh, you've been on lots of, of shows, but yeah. you were at the, on the Gates, I think, when I first heard oh, about really? you. Okay. Yeah, and your publicist was pitching me, and I and, and I was like. Okay, you know, I'm sure she's awesome. And eventually, when you got to play Luna, which I think most of our fans might be familiar with, right, Luna on True Blood, True Blood mm-hmm. we finally got to have you on the show, and you just wowed everybody. I feel like uh, Attack of the Show was my coming out party. <laughs> because, I think it was. Because right? no one really knew about yeah. my sort of, like, geeky interests. Well, yeah. I, I mean, let's let's uh let's just a quick summary of of what we've seen you in before. I mean, yeah, you sure. were you were Poppy and the L word. Mm-hmm. Uh we've seen you in The Gates. That was a really quick ABC summertime yeah. show. Yes. Uh like I said, uh, we couldn't have you on then, but then you got to be Luna on True yes, Blood and you got was... to shapeshift and Oh, I shapeshifted into Chris Gore kind of, <laughs> who I just saw recently. Yeah, I did. saw him in DC. Oh boy. And I was like, "Do you remember when they put my lips on your torso? That was Really ugly well, looking. Like, yeah, it's just my lips. It's really well. You know, it's hilarious. You though. got to do yeah. From that, you got to do a lot. In fact, there was a funnier die segment. I actually was doing a little research, and I saw you with Marshall Allman, yes. who also was a shapeshifter yes. too. And it was like method uh, method, shifting. Yeah, method, very method funny. Shifting. I recommend going on funnier die, <laughs> googling, uh, googling, uh, searching for Janina's uh, um, videos, and you'll see that one. There's a couple of other good ones, but that one was really, really yeah, good. It was if a lot of fun. If you're a True Blood fan, you definitely want to check that one out. And uh, and currently, right now, you've done um, McKenna um, Hall uh, on Arrow. points, yeah. McKenna yes. Hall on Arrow. Yeah, who dated Oliver uh, Oliver Quinn yeah, for a little bit. We and, had and a little fun. A little fun. And that, that was that was specifically fun because I came in and I was like, and, and we had the backstory that we used to date in the past. Can I swear? Yeah, you can. Okay, good. And um, <laughs> not that I'm going to. I just want to, you know, prepare You're myself. You're allowed to. Okay. Um, and the whole idea was like, yeah, they used to get down in the past mm-hmm. because if you think about it, if you're a blue collar cop, and the billionaire Oliver Queen is in the club, mm-hmm. you're definitely looking at your girlfriends like, you think I can hit that? <laughs> you know, 
<laughs> and so coming in and, and having this backstory of them actually gotten they've they got dirty before yeah before the before the island mm-hmm. that was a lot of fun going in thinking like she's a dirty girl well it must be great for you too being being a bit of a nerd a bit of a geek yeah gamer being on a some shows of. like that a bit of <laughs> we'll get we'll get into that and now currently uh we'll we'll talk more about this but just so the fans know where they could see you now if mm-hmm. they're watching tv now you're on the mysteries of laura you yes. play meredith bose uh one of the uh, detectives on uh the on mysteries the of laura yeah, yeah so it's nbc it's wednesdays at 8 p.m mm-hmm. and we solve a murder mystery. It's a procedural. It's a procedural. But a very um, fun one. It's the first procedural I've ever done. I don't really count the NCIS episode I did. I did this crazy NCIS episode mm-hmm. uh, where I was on the other side of it. But one of the characters gets stuck in a women's prison. It was like this crazy one-off episode, and we shot it the week that Obama won his first term. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like a very, it's like burned in my memory forever. And uh, but I mean. The, the storytelling, the by the numbers procedure of telling a murder mystery was, we didn't really follow it that much in that one. Okay. At least I didn't experience it that way. Mm-hmm. This is a very different experience for me as an actor because we, you know, by the end of Act 1, we've got this clue. By the end of Act 2, we've got, you know, it's... it's uh, Completely different way of mm. telling a story than any than I've well, ever had before. I want to talk. I want to save that a little bit later yeah, on. Sure, sure. I want to start off at least for people who either know you. I just wanted to show that you have a very extensive canon, not even counting <laughs> the, the goofy stuff we made you do on G four, like getting Chris Gore's lips on you or whatever. Yes, that was but, fun though. I but, loved uh, it. But I want to start off at least because you, uh, interestingly enough. Uh, we heard some of your music at the very beginning. Yeah. We didn't get to hear much of your singing, but we heard your song. Uh, you started out pretty much interested in music. You're yeah. a classical pianist. Yes, and percussionist, and I mm-hmm. studied voice, and I was a deadly serious musician. I thought I was going to be a percussion performance major in college, mm-hmm. and it all changed very quickly um, when I had sort of an out-of-body emotional experience as a 16-year-old in my high school musical. I was okay. doing West Side Story and I reached out to Tony and I, in my heart... <laughs> Were you Maria? I was Maria. Okay, figured. Every brown girl's dream. And I'm like, <laughs> like heartbroken to a million pieces but not as me as her and mm-hmm. that was sort of like that. That um, feeling somebody else's life mm-hmm. is a dragon that I chase every day. Mm. And that was the moment when I went, wow, everything turned on its head for me. And Wow. Um, yeah, and then I went. I got into a summer semester at Yale um, in the theater department, and I got my ass kicked. And then I realized, like, yeah, this is something I really, I'm ready to dedicate my life to this. Like, you, like as if you know what you're going to dedicate your life to at 17, 18, but, but. I, I I chose and it worked out. So well, no, it's great to have a vision that early and to go for it. Yeah, and quite honestly, the the template, uh, the process of breaking down a scene and um, looking at a piece. Uh, by the notes and also zooming out and looking at it from an emotional experience is Mm -hmm. exactly the same um, in music and in acting for me. It's the same template of process and work. Hmm. Nothing's really changed in that way for me. It's just a different medium. What did you have? What were your influences? Who were your influences growing up? Influences as far as people you looked up to. You know, I mean, musically even. But I'm thinking more acting. God, I didn't even listen to popular music until I got to college. Okay. Uh, and I, like, f- fell into this pop group assigned to Cash Money Records and, like, have this whole... I have this whole other life of this crazy <laughs> experience that I had being signed to them. But um, I didn't even... This is embarrassing, but people used to... My middle name is Ziona. Okay. And so my initials are Jay-Z. And 
in high school, people would be like, hey, Jay-Z. And I didn't know who Jay-Z was. So. <laughs> wow. Okay. I have a very distinct memory of being like, that's so cool that they know that my middle name is like a Z. It's cool. And it was just. <laughs> It was memorable because of Jay Z. Anyway, so <laughs> stupid. Um, but, but acting he, wise, how about acting, acting wise? Acting wise, uh, I mean, I don't even know. listen. Like I watched, uh, I just I watched like The Sound of Music and Mary Poppins a million times when I was growing. That's you know, beautiful. Like, I mean, obviously you had the musical theater connection from doing West Side Story. Absolutely. So, so that makes sense. Mm-hmm. But but I didn't really, you know, I wasn't allowed to watch. TV growing up. I very few shows I was allowed to watch. We were allowed to, oh my god, side note. <laughs> okay. We were allowed to watch Perfect Strangers. Why that is a show that they were okay with me watching? Mm-hmm. They my mother ran the house. Okay. Okay. Um but it's a family comedy. It's a family it was funny. It was like part of the TGIF. It's Balky. Yeah, TGIF. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, hold on. Balky Bronson Pinchot yes. just guest starred on The Mysteries of Laura. Oh, really? And I just met him, and I made a Vine video with him. I will post it very soon. <laughs> I will show you after we are done. Okay. It was a pretty big deal. Wow. <laughs> so like, your mom must really be like... My mom was like, well, I sent it to my mother, mm-hmm. and she was like, she just she couldn't believe that I actually made a video with him. Really? <laughs> yeah. See, my mom would be like that if I ever met Whoopi Goldberg. Oh, yeah. For some reason, Whoopi Goldberg. I met Whoopi Goldberg. Yeah? Oh, okay. I did. I technically worked with Whoopi. Technically worked. And we were not in a scene together, yeah. as far as I know. But uh, I did some very cool episodes of The Cleaner, which was a good Benjamin Bratt show on the <laughs> A&E channel yeah. years ago. And she was in an episode mm. with me. Oh, really? But, uh, yeah. Well, that, that's and my mom's... And she had seen my other episode. And that was a big deal to me. Anyway, go ahead. Really? Your mom, wait. That's ahead. my mom's Bronson Pinchot. <laughs> Like, she doesn't care who I meet. Like, she's like, oh, it's nice. I tell her about certain things. She's like, oh, that's good. But if it was Whoopi Goldberg, she'd be like, oh, my God, sister act. That's what she would be yeah, like. Yeah, of course. Yeah, that's what my mom Listen, would be. Listen, if you're too. watching right now, if you're listening right now, please tell us who your Bronson Pinchot is. <laughs> <laughs> you can find me on Twitter, at Janina. Absolutely. I'd love to hear your thoughts. Absolutely. So... Let's let's go back down uh, back down to when you were doing musical theater yeah. and you went to Yale. So what uh, did you just come I only out? I did to- a summer there. I did not graduate from Yale. Okay, okay. Well, you did a summer doing uh, theater over there. Yeah. But but what brought you down here? What was your first big break? My first big break. Yeah, as far as working in the industry. In the industry in L.A. or in Chicago? Because I worked in Chicago before I moved here, and I got my degree at the University of Illinois at Chicago. Yeah, and. I had been auditioning and working in Chicago, and so by the time I moved, it felt like I had some stripes. I was like, "Okay, yeah, so, man, I'm a Chicago actor." You so, know? <laughs> what would you consider was your first big break? Was it uh, in L Chicago? Was oh. the L word? Yeah, I would say it was the L word. Okay, I mean, I, I mean, it's a huge show. It was a huge. It was already a hit show by the time I got there. Yeah. It, I was a regular, mm-hmm. and. Um, I mean, becoming, getting on TV is impossible. And being an actor is impossible. Mm. Getting on TV is impossible. Mm. Getting on a hit show is impossible. Mm. Like, all of these things are, it actually happened. And it happened very quickly after I had moved here. And, um, yeah, and, and I, I would consider that to be okay. know, my first big break. And it was my imagine, first series, you know? Yeah, and I would imagine for a show like that, to be, it's not just your, your casual fans. I mean, this is a show that has a really rabid following. Oh, yes. And it talks about, so, you know, it's it talks groundbreaking. about... It's groundbreaking. It's groundbreaking. Completely ra- groundbreaking. Yeah. And uh, what were, you know, what, what, what was the uh, reaction from people who saw you in it? Um... <laughs> <laughs> that you can well, say, you can say on here. If you don't know the character, uh, <laughs> her name was Poppy, mm-hmm. as in 
call me daddy. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And she was kind of thugged out and generally cornrowed and from <laughs> East LA, a very different walk of life than me. She was yeah. an, an absolute player. She had slept with over 2,000 women before you even meet her in the show. Um, she was badass and she was very cool, cooler than I am in real life for sure. And it's, I kind of miss her in a lot of ways. I feel like a lot, a lot of the characters that I... I feel like the characters I play are mm. friends of mine, so the f- years go by, and I'm like, oh, I wonder how she is. <laughs> oh, I bet she's awesome. Yeah, I don't know. Such, they live They live still. But um, because I don't even walk like her, mm-hmm. and I don't sound like that character, nobody recognizes me. Oh, wow. And even when I was on television... Here's the thing: when your your life is so different when you're airing, it's the it's so weird mm-hmm. because you're in people's living rooms or on their devices, whatever. You are in their consciousness. You are part of their life, and so when they do recognize you, there's this familiarity. But as soon as you're off the air or the season ends, it's like it goes away. Poof! Mm. It's like it never happened. So. So when it comes to security and, you know, like the weird parts of being on television, you have to actually think about it only when you're on TV. At least this is how it is for me. I'm speaking from my own very personal experience. But um, so nobody recognized me, number one, when they did. And this still happens now. She had this is a very polarizing character. People either loved her or hated her. And when they figure it out now, like my stunt, my stunt double, her name's Heidi. She's a fucking badass on Mysteries of Laura. She is a fan of that show and we were four episodes in and she didn't know. And then I told her and she did the same thing that everybody does which they just kind of look for it in my face and then they see it and then go, it's like they don't know where to look because the character was so sexual Mm -hmm. that it's The character made you feel something, so they. So yeah, so people have strange reactions to that specific character. Well, I would, I would imagine so. I would totally imagine so. And you put her up against someone like, uh, well, you know, let's go to Luna for yeah. example, because Luna is. Uh, well, that's the funny thing about Luna. Luna was naked all the time. Yeah, but she was not sexual, sexual like Poppy was. She was like a classy mom. She was a school teacher. You know, a classy mom who you got like, to see naked every yeah, now and then. Exactly. <laughs> so, but. Funnily enough, I was just having this this flashback to auditioning for it. Mm-hmm. And when I auditioned, I did the two scenes that are in the show. One is when they're running around naked and they like kind of they they have like a flirty moment and then she runs away and she turns into a horse, as you do. And then um the second scene was their first kiss when she shows up to Sam's office and she's like, I want to apologize for being weird. Mm-hmm. And then they have their first kiss. That was the audition scenes. And I went in and I did them like a sort of classy girl, like like who I thought Luna was. She's mm-hmm. a mom who's trying to keep her shit together. Yeah. And um, one of the things they said was, we're not sure if she's sexy enough. And yeah. I was like, what do you want? What do you, what do you want? Like, she's not, she's a Class lady, you know? She's, so, I think my, then my manager sent in the music video to Love Lockdown. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I produced it. I'm not wearing much in one of the things. Yeah. I, like, I took, <laughs> my mom was there for all of it. She helped me, like, put it together. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I took athletic, ga- not gauze, athletic, stretchy, when you ankle, do your ankle, and it's got, what is it? The tape, I, I'm the, not yeah, sure. Like athletic like, tape, yeah. you know, like mm-hmm. nude color, and I like made a, an outfit, outfit out of it. <laughs> out of tape. Love it. Anyways, Lisa, that, and the, I think that's what got me the job. <laughs> so that video got you the job. My moment of, of complete artistic expression, mm-hmm. that, that, song was explaining exactly what I was going through in that moment in my life. It was a dark place. I yeah. made that video, got through it, and I did it in an artistic way, mm-hmm. but it ended up getting me True Blood, <laughs> I and, think. Yeah, no, and you were great. I mean, True Blood's such a great show. I, I, I loved it, and uh, you were great in it, and that's when things started moving for you. That's when I started. That's when I got to know you. Yes. And, uh, and I, I'll never forget this. Um... You know, we uh, when I worked at G4, we would cover Comic Con every single year, and we uh, and True Blood always had a panel over there. Yeah, that was like and it being was, in the Rolling Stones. That shit was crazy. Yeah, and because I remember HBO, they had a, a set fast rule because it was such a large ensemble piece that they would only allow the original seven on the stage. Yeah, but you became such a fan favorite, and just because you were such so passionate a fan of. Of Comic Con and of the show True Blood, yeah. you were like, I believe you were like, I will go down there and I will just. I, I live tweeted for HBO. Yeah, I will just do whatever you want. I yeah. want to be down there. I don't care. I right. want to be a part of it. And they just pretty much they enveloped let, you yes. and let you do whatever you want to do. That was so fun. They mm-hmm. have two PR people uh, that came in from New York to do that, and I signed into my um, social networks on everybody's devices. Yeah, and I just took. I ju- we we were like a. Mm-hmm. And I was like, take a picture. This is the comment. Send it. Like, we just made so much content. And, it, I mean, nobody was live tweeting back then. Yeah. Nobody was doing any of that kind of stuff. Mm. What was that, 2011, 2012? I think it was 2011. It had to have been, right? Yeah. And I think that was the first time. Because you were there twice for True Blood, I yes. think. 2011, yes. that was. Yeah. And it was... We had so much fucking fun. Because hmm. I would have gone anyway just as a fan. Yeah. You know? Oh, we'll talk about the geeky stuff. In fact, we, sh- we should because uh, this is a good time. Because we do have a, I do have a video, you know, knowing that, knowing that where I came from, I actually uh, asked our producer, super producer Marissa, to put up a video. We'll have it on in the background. If you're watching us live streaming or on YouTube, you could see it in the background. But it's pretty much <laughs> for, for 2012, we decided, you know what? She is so cool. She, she's such a, an easy going person and so much fun. Let's have Janina. Uh, cover Comic Con for us, so we did a quick three minute segment where pretty much you're running around dressed up over here. We just see we're about to press play on. That was it. the first time I'd ever put on a Jedi cape. It yeah. was fantastic. But here you are, just roaming Comic Con and improving a lot of it with our super of producer Corrado. I think guy. I helped out too. Yeah, I love this. Oh shit, that was weird. The Hoff oh was God. pretty so trippy. You hear the video, but right now she's uh, Janina's caressing Kit from Knight Rider, and and oh. David Hasselhoff is at Comic Con. On top of it, and you get to enjoy that. So this is some of the fun stuff that you get to do, and uh, and I think it's I think it's awesome that you are first of all just such a geek. And you so you love this kind of stuff. I really do. For someone who who didn't get to watch much TV, and I guess didn't get to do it's much growing really up. Really funny. I didn't. I didn't really have access to this stuff. Like I'm a new gamer. I honestly think mm-hmm. it's because my ex boyfriend, who's awesome, and he is the founder and CEO of Deviant Art, and he's a an uber geek. Mm-hmm. Um, and. It's like I met a kindred spirit when mm. I first moved to L.A. And we were together for five years. And I, I feel like he introduced me to this whole side of myself that I never knew I had. Like, but the, but there's two parts to it. Because I am to you have to define geek, first of all. Mm-hmm. To geek is to love. 
Okay. Right? This is how I defined it, at least. Mm. Um, as opposed to being a hipster, right? Like, a hipster hates everything. Everything's, like, ironic and sarcastic. Geeks are like, no, we love this. We love this unabashedly, and we're protective, and and we hold this. It's a paragon of fabulousness, like, whatever. We love in a very specific way. Mm-hmm. And... um so, you know, I was a band geek and a choir geek and a theater geek and a, a, you know, I was all of these things before I was a tech geek and a gamer geek. And, a, you know, so I have that kind of DNA in me anyway. Mm-hmm. But then the topics that I was then exposed to when I first moved to L.A. because of this group of people that I became friends with changed and grew. And it's like I found all these people I never like. I never knew that. Oh, I've so, there's so many more people like me. They're just and I think it's awesome because I think I think definitely we see it, especially because of Comic Con, which we could definitely talk a little bit more about. Yes. But we see it out here in L.A. There is a, a very large geek contingent, people who love the media, love you know pop culture, yeah, and they really embrace all aspects of it. Yeah, but also you know like I do think that there is a sort of outcast element to being a geek. You have to also I, identify that as part of the. Mm. The, the I think thing, there is a right? bit of a conflict with it right now because it's gone mainstream, so it's yes. got some growing pains. But I do agree; yes. it definitely but started also, off. Also, that's outcast. part of the thing is like you know they're they're protective, right? Yeah. To protect, we're very protective of our thing, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Absolutely. Like if you don't love it in the right way, then you are not actually part of this club, right? <laughs> um, and I totally have nerd rage in ways about certain things <laughs> like, like that. What? <laughs> like, uh, I don't. Do you have I nerd rage know. about any of the shows you do? Is there anyone ever, ever like? Um, do anything. I had a little nerd rage rant about, okay, so there's like a PA for this show that I'm on, Mysteries of Laura. Yeah. And so I'm in Far Cry 4, which we really need to talk about. Well, it's like we will the talk about thing in my life ever. I know. We're going to talk about that, I promise. <laughs> okay. I wish we had two hours for this show, but we don't. We'll, 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 we'll get to it. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> it's such a big deal. Like, I had to put down the, con- the controller to come here just now. It was painful. Okay. Mm-hmm. So he was like talking shit about Far Cry. Oh, really? And I was like, he was, I was like, oh, it's amazing, blah, blah, blah. And he went, he was walking by, he hadn't, he wasn't even really listening to what we were talking about. Mm-hmm. And he was like, whatever, I'm just going to get GTA. Uh, you know, Far Cry is going to have bugs. And I looked at him and I went, come here. <laughs> you have no fucking clue what you're talking about. And then his headphone went off, so like he got lucky. I mm-hmm. almost cussed him out big time. Wow. But I felt the rage. I was just like... I think we all get protective over the things no, we love. Don't talk out of your ass. You don't know what you're talking Like yeah. I was so angry. Mm-hmm. I was I was ready to go in on him on so many levels. Like First of all, he called it Ubisoft. It's not Ubisoft, it's Ubisoft. Because when the two guys <laughs> thought of the name, it, it, it's ubiquitous software. Duh. Anyway, so like... <laughs> like I was just, I was so ready to go on, on him on his lack of knowledge of the game, the company, mm-hmm. gaming in general. Like, I was just ready to slice and dice him. Yeah. So I definitely go from zero to 11. In I think that we way. all have, we all have our little, um. I don't think we all do. I do not think that everybody's like that. I think that there are many of us in this town yeah. that are like that mm-hmm. and that. A lot of us who were outcasts in some way Mm -hmm. in our formative years have found kindred spirits in quote-unquote Hollywood, and we've all found ways to channel that hurt in a creative (laughs) way and make things, you Mm. know? But I do not think that everybody is like that, because 
I know plenty of people who aren't. I don't know how to talk to them. Oh no, no I mean, I mean, I think everyone. I was gonna say like everyone like in the community has their oh, yes. buttons to that that get pushed yes. when when you kind of mess up something that's passionate to them, something that they love. Yes, and you can't help but I gotta correct you on yeah. this or how dare you? Yeah, you know how dare you ruin the things, the thing. Maul the thing that I love right. by saying things also, like that. About I'm, I'm fascinated with because you know I'm one of the things I'm not fully into yet mm-hmm. is like I I really love graphic novels, but I'm not. I can't say that I'm a comic book head. Okay. I can't, I'm, I'm not going to even claim it. Like, mm. I'm not. Um, but you can understand that you get into 100%. it when you're on Arrow, obviously. I'm I sure mean, you probably did a little a little reading. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But I don't claim things that I'm not, like, 110% invested in emotionally. Well I, well, I love, I remember one of the things when you were on Hack of the Show, you were playing, I think, uh, Assassin's Creed 2, and you were saying you were like two kill streaks away from 100% completion. Yeah. I remember you I'm said that. I'm at 81 point something percent on Far Cry 4 right now. I, that's amazing. I was really... That's just, phenom- so let's talk about okay, Far Cry 4. Well, I know first I'll tell you, you that I just traveled here with my Xbox because... From New York. From New York because... I was like praying that somehow I could be the first person to get to a hundred percent on the game. Wow, so you're racing. Well, I was because I had I talked somebody into giving me a code. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> so I've had it. So you had an early code. I had it for a few days before everybody else. So okay. I was like, I'm going to be the first person. This is going to be me, right? It's going to be me. Uh-huh. Not even close <laughs> because I learned. Europe doesn't really pay attention to street dates, so they oh they release their stuff in advance. That yes. sucks. So so let's that talk sucks. let's talk about I mean let's talk about the I mean first of all I just love the fact that you're such a gamer and we we you know but you got to live a dream I think every gamer's dream is to be in a video game you got the mocap suit on I've I seen all, some footage you I got to do all, all that all the acting yeah, yeah. so tell me I what's that experience ch- the like chills talking about it right now because because really? it, it's I've been holding on to the secret for a year and a half. I don't even know how long I've been attached to so the project. You, yeah, you couldn't even tell anybody about no, this. No, I couldn't until just a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. It's like, it, I, f- I feel as if this is seven or eight years in the making. Mm. Just me, maybe longer. How long have I been playing video? I don't know. Um, <laughs> for a while. For a while, yeah. I feel like I've been willing this into existence. Mm-hmm. Because when I started playing... I was like, this is, these are interactive movies. This is this is a traditional acting experience. How do I make? Is how it, do I get in this game? Well, it, it, was it everything you hoped it would be? Yes. I mean, sometimes people kind of go into something and like, oh, it's not what I would have thought it would have been. Like. I think that every game is different. Every title is different. I okay. think that the companies are different. You know, Troy Baker, who I'm a major fangirl of, <laughs> and we're friends now. Mm-hmm. And I mean, we text. We, I'm, I'm constantly trying to get him on whatever thing I'm working on as a live action. Like, he's a, such a good actor. Yeah. The, and he's handsome and tall and mm-hmm. just so talented. And for those who don't know, he plays... He Everybody plays. in every game. Okay. <laughs> Troy Baker is in every single video game that you love. Mm-hmm. Um, he is, I mean, maybe the most transformational, you know, in my opinion, the most talented guy in the motion capture game uh, game right now really <laughs> use the word game yeah. but um industry industry yes mm-hmm. uh he he's he's the dude mm-hmm. and he and it's because he's a great actor who cares deeply and has a process and <clears throat> Is, he just cares deeply and, and takes it deadly seriously. Is it very different to do mocap as opposed to acting for TV or Not film? really. Not really? Just Not internally, suit? at mm-hmm. least for me. Okay. Um, yeah. 
I did exactly the same thing that I do to prepare for any other role on camera that I did for Amita, who's the character they play in Far Cry. Okay. Um, I asked a million questions and built a backstory and um, every scene there was a motivation and um, you know and and the stakes were incredibly high and it was it was a traditional audition yeah. and it was a traditional acting experience okay technically it's weird because you got essentially like huge headgear on your head and a mm. GoPro on your face and um, they're weird they're weird things like that yeah but other than that internally all the inside work exactly the same okay sorry <laughs> just no head. microphone in front of you that's all gesticulating wildly no. sorry awesome i mean that's a that's beautiful and i haven't had a chance to play it yet oh it just God, came out so i haven't good. had a chance nando it's so go- okay hold on so this is the this is the other part of it yeah i would have said yes to being in any game period i really would have i would have been happy to do anything yeah. and then i got the audition for this i fucking fought so hard and then they booked me and then you still don't know if it's going to suck. Mm-hmm. You don't know. I mean, it takes one person to screw any artistic thing up. But it's a successful up. franchise, so yes, you can imagine. Yes, but that doesn't listen. Mm-hmm. Not naming names, but this year alone, there have been successful franchises who have been slammed because they're not... You got right? a good point. Okay. I can think of one. So, yes. Mm-hmm. So here's the thing. Like, the luck of all of this is that this game that I ended up being attached to is so fucking good it's so good it's yeah. so beautiful i was just like an hour ago in a gyrocopter going through the himalayas like it's just so beautiful and the mm. gameplay's dope and the story's dope i can't and it's now like really it's making its way onto the, all the you know the mm-hmm. game of the year lists and yeah i can't i can't believe I can't believe it. I no, can't. It's definitely one of the most buzzed about games this holiday season. There's going to be tons of people buying it on Black Friday, I can I, imagine, I just, or for the season. It's it's huge. It feels like I, I it's I'm <laughs> so I feel so I feel so lucky. Like I, I yeah. I'm playing it and I'm just like I can't believe this is the one I was a part of. Mm. Anyway, all right, I could go on forever about it. Well, let's talk about. Okay. Uh, well, first of all, you know, you said earlier that it's so hard to get on a, a TV show, a hit TV show, whatever. But you have been doing pretty well, and I mean, right now you're working in New York on Mr. Zalora. Yeah. Uh, I mean, ha- how have things changed for you? The fact that you're be you've been able to get on more of these shows and get more. I don't, more know, of these I don't think anything's changed. Mm-hmm. Nobody's handed me anything. Okay. I've had to fight for every single part that I've ever gotten. Okay. Except for like Garfunkel and Oates. I did an episode <laughs> of Garfunkel and Oates. Ricky, Ricky's been a friend of mine. And she's another a, awesome person. She's I know. Yeah. Fucking rad and oh. smart and funny as hell. I know. And those girls. I have major crush on both of them. You should. Yeah. Good taste. Uh-huh. They called me, asked me if I wanted to be a sexy weed doctor. <laughs> and I know who they're basing it off of. I was like, yes. Okay, so in that case, <laughs> yeah. that doesn't count. It's a friend of yours. But generally, I've had I've not had anybody hand me anything. Hmm. I still have to go into every audition room. That's great because you're with building like a gun to their head like this well, is mine. I'm sure they also see some of your your you know your past work, and they're sure. like you know there's something there. I mean, you probably still have to audition. You're not. Uh, I'm guessing you're totally. not in a place where they just hand you stuff like you said. Nobody's but, handing me anything. But you still get to go and do a great audition. They say, oh well, check her out from this show and that show and this show. Sure. Yeah. Sure, but there are people who are so much more famous than I am. Mm-hmm. And they're going to get it. Yeah. I have to outact them. Mm. That's what it's always been. That's what I assume it will always be. I'm 100% okay with it. Mm-hmm. And I grind. I'm like, you know, I'm 
as we've said before, generally nerdy. Yeah. My, I take things really seriously. And I, I just will work, I will work as hard as I possibly can uh, just to, to earn a spot on, you know, anything I want. And that's not, it's just not going to stop. And that's the only way I've gotten anything. Well, I, I will say I do, I have not had a chance to watch Mysteries of Laura until I found that I was going to be doing this. And I'm like, oh my God, I know so much about it already, but I got to watch this because <laughs> I, I don't want to not talk about your current project or promote whatever yeah, you're doing. Yeah, I mean, we should, yeah. And, and I saw two episodes because I, I, I got this on short notice, and uh, but I'm hooked. I actually was surprised how hooked I was. I'm so I, glad. I saw the pilot, um, I saw the quick three minute pilot that they show usually at Upfronts, and I'm like, oh, okay, right. it looks interesting, but it's not. Were you at Upfronts? I was not at Upfronts, okay, but okay, so I, I, you could see the okay. stuff on the internet. Okay. And, uh, and I said, okay, it looks interesting i love deborah messing but it's not it doesn't seem like it's for me mm-hmm. but after seeing two episodes i'm totally changing my mind yeah. on it because it's a very fun procedural mm-hmm. based in new york yeah. and of course deborah messing plays a, a, a step mom with She's two like kids a separated mom columbo yeah <laughs> and and she gets to be in crate and i was telling you this beforehand it's like it's like if this was uh, if this was shot in the 60s lucille ball would be the lead yes it's perfectly a lucille ball type of of show because it's like oh watch her getting she's like the last episode i saw i think she was like running a senior citizen uh dance movement class oh, right. at one like, point work your hips out. and and uh in front of uh kids like at a, at a school for yeah. church talking yeah. about like she always gets into these weird situations and the banter's funny and you get to play one of the detectives on the show yep. and 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 you have awesome moments too. I mean, and I think the whole cast seems to have fun. What's it like working on a procedural as opposed to something like True Blood, which is just a storyline that keeps going and going well, forward? Well, there are funny things that, like, it's hard for me to, you know, when you're doing a procedural, it's like, it's, mm-hmm. there are, there's a clue, and then there's a suspect, and then this, it's not the right guy, and then you get a next clue, and then it's, it, there's a, there's a procedure to the way that we tell the story. So, every so often, and if you watch it, you will see, there's an information dump. Someone's got to do the information dump at least once an episode. Mm-hmm. The first few episodes, it was me. It was like, uh, I just did it the other day. Kevin Park, 16, blah, blah, blah. His mother says this. Da, da, da. It was maybe this guy. You know, like, it's just all this information. Mm-hmm. I can't remember it. I can't make myself remember it. If the character feels something, if the character I'm playing feels something, I can remember it first try. Because it's attached to an emotion. But when I'm just giving information, I'm like, oh my god, I can't. I gotta run it so many times to be able to make my brain remember anything. So that is different. Okay. <laughs> um, and then the sort of where are we in the telling of the story mm-hmm. thing is because you're following two stories you're you're following the episode of the week and you're also following a long term like you know yes. you're flirting with Billy where are you in this relationship totally and all that stuff totally mm-hmm. and then also we're f- kind of figuring it out as we go we're a brand new show so there were parts of my character that again going back to like I like to build a backstory I didn't know half the stuff that has been revealed about my character mm-hmm. until now I'm like oh I'm into him oh, I didn't know Oh, okay. <laughs> you know, so that's, <laughs> mm. it's a very different kind of experience. Also, working on network is very different. And I would think working on network is very different because you're used to working on cable. Your two biggest shows were, were on cable. Yeah. And, uh, Even though I did do a series on ABC, but. But that was a summer series. And then, like, and, the, and then the Vampire Diaries and Arrow are also CW, but that's not traditional network. So yeah. It's, but this is a traditional network on NBC. And uh, it, it definitely seems like they put a lot. I mean, they love Deborah Messing, so they put a lot. As they they invested a lot into this show. And they show. were one hundred percent right. Yeah, they bet 
and they bet on the right and horse. And she's a great she's comedy actress, yeah. A fantastic comedy actress. Mm-hmm. She's the real deal. Yeah. And uh, what is it like doing a procedural out in New York City as opposed to Cold most of your work? fuck right now. <laughs> I can imagine. I just... I'm a New Yorker, so to be honest, I love watching shows that take place in New York as long as they take place in New York and yeah. you see it, you know, because yeah. I'm like, oh, wow, there you are chasing a suspect down Central Park East. Uh, oh, there you about, are hanging out in Central Park South. How about running through Times Square, gun drawn? That's, that was, I did that. That must be awesome. You it cannot was, do that. Uh, you cannot. <laughs> you cannot really run down Times Square with a gun drawn without getting tackled by a million yeah. people. I mean, there was. That was definitely like, uh, is this safe? <laughs> Are we good? Are we good? Uh-huh. I mean, there were cops everywhere, and yeah. they were. They knew about it. But, there, we've definitely done some very interesting things. Yeah, I did a big Heidi, my stunt doubles. She did a big tumble down. Did you see that? Yeah, and I saw. That, that was one of the shows I saw. It doesn't even look as crazy. It was she fell 12 feet onto a guy mm-hmm. and then they tumbled and yeah. then Colin Donnell who plays Tommy Merlin in Arrow who guessed it on our episode mm-hmm. I like got on his back and we're like oh yeah, yeah. they show that one <laughs> shot you got a couple of leaves on your back exactly right <laughs> we basically picked leaves up and sh- pushed them all over each other and we're like yeah you look good that's it, that's, it. that's the job <laughs> So, is it fun shooting in New York? I, I can imagine with the crowd. I mean, look, being a New Yorker, and I used to work out there and everything like that. It must be awesome the the vibe of New York, having people coming by and watching the scenes and everything. It yes. must be so much fun. Except that not that many people are stopping by because there's so many shows in New York now that they're sick of us. They're kind of used to it. They're just like, ugh, the parking's fucked. Thanks a lot. <laughs> like, oh, these trailers again. God damn it. Like, they're over us. I don't know. I, I, I mean, I live there and I can understand that. But at the same time, I've, I've always loved uh, whenever I see something, I'm like, okay, what's Yeah, what is it? And you got to yeah. figure it out and see what's going on, which is awesome. Yeah, that's super fun. Sometimes... We do. We have a we have an amazing group of PAs. They're all 21 years old. Yeah. They're uh, like these two guys, Gustavo and Derek, who like, let's just say it now. Let me timestamp this right now. Mm-hmm. I completely call it like in 15 years, these two dudes are mm-hmm. going to be running shit. Yeah. I'm just, I believe in these these guys. Awesome. Anyway, so um, they're hilarious, and they put the names on our trailer doors. We weren't in our trailers that day. We were like a wrap for the day. They put Will Smith and Tom Cruise. <laughs> <laughs> Funny. Just to watch what people will do people. when they walk by. Oh my god! I used to do that when I worked in New York. I used to you pull did? people. I used to do stuff like that all the time. Oh my god! Like people, like you're on the line, and people are like, "What are you waiting for?" Oh, didn't you hear the Beatles are getting back together? Oh, and people are like, really? "Really?" And some people just don't even like clues. Are like they're like actually waiting in line for a good thirty seconds to a minute, and they're like, no, "We were joking. We were joking. Yeah, we were joking. <laughs> we were kidding. We were online for uh, pizza. <laughs> you know, sorry. Uh, oh, I like pizza. Yeah, I'll just keep uh, yeah, I'll here. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah so I, the pizza. I knew it was pizza all the time. <laughs> Uh, absolutely. So, uh, so let's talk a little bit, uh, more about the game because, cause I think it's just so fascinating that you love to code. You yeah. love to create well, stuff. I'm not good at it. But you love to do it. <laughs> but I like to do it. I mean, come on. How many, how many beautiful women like you are like, oh yeah, I like to code in my spare time? I think that there are many, many more than people know. Really? I just think that it's the fact that I'm an actor that people are You're surprised. a spokesperson that gets to do it. For yeah, I, there are plenty of people like me and there are okay. plenty of girls like me. But you, like I remember you said like you, sometimes you're on a plane and you're Oh yeah, that's when I do my best. That's when I do my best like hack job coding. And, <laughs> and, uh, and I mean, we let's talk a little bit also about that and also about um, social networking because I remember the story that you told on Attack of the Show that you claim you're the first actress to have claim. ever joined. I am. You are the first actress to be I don't know why people keep saying I'm claiming. Like, I am. I don't know, because they want to like, just cover their bits biz. in case somebody Actually, else does. Actually, I'm in the Twitter book. 
You're There's the- a Twitter book now about like the dawn of Twitter or whatever, uh-huh. and it talks about like when Biz Stone, who is like an old acquaintance from the beginning of Twitter, yeah, and he was like he had to check to see if it was real because I was the first actor mm-hmm. to to join. Mm. And you did it, at, yeah. I, I, just I did loved, it on Branson's Island. I know, yeah. I know. It's just crazy. <laughs> I like how I just said, "Oh yeah, I did it on Branson's Island." But it's Island. so funny. That's insane. Well, it's so funny because you're the first person. But I think social media is so important now uh, yeah, for I everyone knew it to would promote, be. and it's incredibly important. Everyone needs to promote every single thing. Network yeah. publicists now are making their actors get a Twitter accounts if they don't have them and tweet stuff regularly. And but I don't necessarily think that Twitter is the end all be all, and nor do I think it's necessarily going to be around forever. Who yeah. do you think? It'll just evolve into you know something bigger. It's a public company now, and it has to, or it's they're going to be in big trouble, you know. So they have something, somebody much bigger to answer to. Yeah, right well, now. <laughs> I know, considering you, well, considering you're very tech savvy, and considering you have gotten a lot of work. I mean, what would you say to people out in the industry as far as how do they, you know, what can they do to uh, get some exposure? What can they do to get their big exposure. break? Exposure. Well, Ex- it's less about exposure, and it's much more about being deadly serious about what you do. Okay. Don't worry about the exposure. That'll come when it comes, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I... I have hobbies. These are all hobbies to me, but my life's work will always be acting and mm. music. You know, I'm going to continue to make music, whether everybody hears it or not. I have a hard drive of songs that nobody's heard, and that's fine. Mm. Um, but if you want to make it, mm-hmm. you better fucking mean it. Mm. That's what it comes down to. Study. Don't stop studying. And don't let anybody tell you that you're not good enough. Just continue to prove them wrong. That's it. Mm. And this whole industry is project-based. You've heard the whole what have you done lately thing. I mean, you, it, your life is never going to just be about one thing. If it was, and you know, you're the wrestler. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. You have to have, then hopefully you have a comeback, you know, then it's Birdman. Like how many, how many times have we heard the story of like, oh yeah, it was the one hit wonder and then maybe you get a second life out of it. I don't know. But you, if you think it's just one thing, then you're fucked. Like you have to constantly be evolving and constantly be bettering yourself. It's an art form. And if you're talking about acting specifically, if you don't treat it as seriously as you would playing the piano and being a, you know, a concert pianist, then in my opinion, you have no business trying to take somebody else's spot who means it. Mm. Sorry. No, that's a really good point. <laughs> I mean, someone told me once, and I think, you know, a lot of people always say you're always good as your last gig. It's really you're always as good as your next gig. Yes. So you need to always keep moving yes. forward and take it as serious. No amount of Twitter followers is going to get you a gig. Well, mm. it, might, it might get you one, but you're not going to be able to stick around. Yeah. And anybody legitimate, legitimate is going to realize that you've faked your way there. Mm. So... You know, no. just fucking mean it is all I'm. Makes I guess sense. my point. And I love. I mean, you have all these hobbies, but look what you've gotten to do as a result of them. I think you've yeah. had a very, very eclectic, uh, you know, arsenal of experiences that you've had. Arsenal yeah. of experiences. That's a weird like way of that. putting it. Arsenal, that's my new band. That's your new so, band. Arsenal. Of all right, I get ten percent. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, you've gotten to do. I mean, you've gotten to be in video games and mocap. You know, yeah. you've gotten to do all sorts of stuff. Yes, I would say that. Like many people, I get bored easily. Mm. So, um, and this is not counting the video game because, again, that was a traditional acting experience. Yeah. But um, that I lobbied for, <laughs> right? <laughs> but, um, but all the rest of it, like I'm developing a site called Alt Found mm. right now. Please go sign up. I will launch it early next year. You can sign up to be one of the first people who knows about it now. Alt Found, A L T F O U N D dot com. Mm. But, um, but getting the job is is takes more brain space than doing the job i have found 
right? Like I said before, I've had to fight tooth and nail to get every single gig I've had. Mm. But once you have it, you suddenly are like, oh, okay, now I'm doing it. And so, you know, I can do that. It's called the Mysteries of Laura. It's not called the Mysteries of Meredith. Yeah. I have a day off every so often. Guess what? I get really fucking bored. So I make things. Mm. And those things are hobbies. Those things are, I mean, they're they're hobbies that I take seriously, I guess. Yeah. Um, but, you know, that's 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 it. Okay. One thing I want to hit on, uh, just want to know exactly what it is you're watching right now. Is there any TV or movie? I, we know what video game you're playing. TV shows. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, last night, I mean, I lost. Oh, big thing. Mm-hmm. So an old, old friend of mine is this director named Seath Mann. Okay. And he just directed two of the best Homeland episodes. My heart jumped out of my th- my throat Homeland. when I saw I his name. I host the Homeland uh, <gasps> really? show. So he so did last night's and, and th- two... Uh, the one before last night? Uh, or, or before that? Before that. Uh, Homeland has gotten so good. The last two episodes in particular, I mean, the build-up to the, get to these last two episodes yes. has been amazing, but last week, last night was a, oh my god, holy shit. Oh holy my god, shit holy episode. shit. Yeah. And I mean, and that's the writing, of course, but also just his direction is just so, oh, I'm so proud of him. That's great. He's, he's yeah. amazing. He's so talented. Um, so, Homeland. Homeland. <laughs> <laughs> Got that. And uh, also, you know, being a brown actor, growing up, we had nobody on television. Mm-hmm. And it sucks that everybody's a terrorist right now yeah. on the show, but they are doing amazing work. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. um and there's this younger crop of of uh, brown actors that are on that show, and I'm just like googling every single one, I'm like, oh my god, they're yeah. amazing. So that's very exciting to me as a person of color. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, The Walking Dead, yeah, big time. I mean, I also last do that night show. I caught up on Homeland and Walking Dead. Yeah, and you do that. You do that show here too. Yeah, I do that show here too. Which is awesome. I'll come and do that with you. You anytime. are welcome Either to come on. Shows, Seriously, if you want, if yeah, I'm in LA, I'll if totally you're come. in LA, absolutely, you're totally invited to. I would love to. I have just you sit on. on that couch and listen to you guys. Actually, or oh. I'll just well, I could watch it. In, no, in that, talk, I would want you to just watch it. In, I would want you to today. talk on the show. I definitely would. But yeah, I, I, this has been the best season of Walking Dead. Those are uh, those yeah. are the two shows. You just think. They're both in season four right now, right? Uh, I think uh, Walking Dead is season five. Oh, is it? Yeah, season I five. Just, I mean, by season four and five, people are already going... Yeah. With their, they're winding down. They've run out of ideas on TV shows. And the fact that both of these shows have leveled up. Well, in such different ways. Because Homeland <sighs> had to reinvent themselves. Yeah. And Walking Dead. Luckily, I think the different showrunners have probably also... Yeah, New Blood. In the end, has actually helped it. them. Plus, also, Kirkman still has a million ideas for the comic book. Right. Um, and we, the spinoff. And, and the spinoff. And the mobile game. And uh, so much. So, How have gotten it so right? How yeah. have they figured out... I mean... I know we have to stop. Yeah, I know. Sorry, guys. No. Oh, my God, we're 46 minutes in. Uh, 46. We, we we could talk for another we could. 40 minutes. Or, you know, hell, we could At talk least. longer. We're going to keep talking. Keep you talking. guys won't be able to hear what Sorry. we have to say. <laughs> but uh, but I do want to at least um, one last push. So All Found is where they can All Found, look. yeah. So this is basically my... This is, I've been finding alternatives for all of my friends for a long time. You know, the geeks have won. They don't look the way that they used to. Mm -hmm. We are fucking grown and sexy and stylish and at no expense to our intellect and soul. Mm -hmm. So this is a site, um, for the, for my people. 
Yeah. You know, like you know how you said, like oh, there's. Yeah. It's just so weird seeing a person like you. There are a ton of people like me. They just we don't have a place to go to find all the dopest shit. I love it. So this is what this. So this is, is. you're going to be launching that early 2015. But they can yes. probably go on now and see a yeah. little a little something on allfound.co? dot com dot com and then um, sign up there to be one of the first to hear about it before it launches. Sign up. I just you just told me about it. I'm gonna sign up on it. And yeah, please keep in contact with anything Janina Gavankar and you we could find you on Twitter as at Janina. Yeah. Because you were the first actor on Twitter, so of course you got Janina, not Janina, and some random number yeah, or something exactly. like that. So, and uh, and of course the mysteries of Laura, which is on NBC, NBC. Wednesdays eight PM. Well, you got that down totally. So I'm so glad to have you on the show. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Nandovel N A N D O V E L, and you can find me here on AfterBuzz on some of the recap shows like Homeland and Walking Dead, which you may see Janina on. I'm so happy to in see you here right now. I'm so happy to see you here too, Yay. and uh, and also do Scorpion, which I didn't do this week because I wanted to be here I with just- you. Yeah, but I wanted to be here with you, so that's more important to me right now. Thanks. But anyway, thanks a lot for tuning the Spotlight on. Uh, Feel free to tune. We'll have a lot more great people like Janina in the future, and hopefully we'll have you back in in many different capacities. For sure. Whenever, whenever. All right, thanks a lot for tuning in. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz yeah. TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.